you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, hello, hello. This episode is sponsored by our partners at Organify. Don't forget to get that 20% off using code REALMOMS. Um, I have the pleasure of being joined with one of my Bravo besties. Maggie from Best of Bravo is here. I'm ready to dish, especially she's my Southern Charm queen, and I can't wait to talk about that. Maggie, welcome. Hey, V. How are you? Oh, girl, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk about this season finale. Um, Before we get into the season finale, because I had this moment this week, just kind of thinking about Southern Charm this season to me was like kind of weird. You know, we saw Pringle for like a second. We didn't see Catherine. We didn't get enough Madison. Marcy was in the cast for God knows why. Um, It was just kind of it just felt very a little disjointed when you think about it. Then we had Naomi and Whitney, which really happened, even though a lot of people have been DMing me. I'm sure DMing you like it feels fake. Did this really Mm -hmm. happen? Like, what's your take on the season overall before we get into the season finale? I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like I, of course, like we, I know we both love Southern charm and, um, it felt weird, you know, started off with this huge cast, everybody's there. And then slowly, but surely people are just disappearing. Like, and there's no explanation, nothing. And, you know, of course you hear things about why they're not on and, but they're not showing that. So I think for the viewers, it's like, it's confusing because it's like, first of all, why is Marcy even on the show? I couldn't even tell you. (laughs) No, I mean, I, I literally don't understand. Um, and then it's like Pringle, he disappeared. Um, Madison, you know, I feel like uh, Madison's a great reality TV. You know, she she should have been on more. Catherine disappeared. Caleb disappeared. Um, who else? I feel like we're missing people. I mean, the I mean was- yeah, I know. It just felt like people were, I don't know. It just felt very in and out. I agree. And then like Naomi to me, isn't like the right voice person throughout the season. And I don't know why they did that. I also feel like as much as I love women, I mean, you, they said it in the reunion, it's like seven girls and three guys, Like the guys like say what you want about Craig and Austin and even Shep, who I mm-hmm. kind of loathe. Um, they are kind of like the core of the show a little bit. Like they really carried the drama through. You mm-hmm. don't have to agree with them, but just stating it. But it just, I don't know. It just felt weird to me. No, I'm with you. I've, um, I thought it was a weird choice to have Naomi as the narrator, especially because how she left the show. I mean, she kind of crashed and burned. Like she really talked major shit about the show. And then she goes back and she's the narrator. I'm like, why is the narrator not Craig? 
Yeah. Craig last season. I mean, I don't, I don't get that. Cause to me, Craig is really like the face. I would say if it, there was one person that I had to pick, like who is like probably the most, I would say most popular and maybe the most like well-known it's probably Craig. Sure. I mean, I would think, but I agree about the guys. Like I, I mean, yes, like I, of course, like I've always liked Craig and, and I even like Austin and I know that's like a controversial topic, but this season he's coming out on top that he is, he had a great season. Um, you know, I just think the guys, when I look at the guys, I think that they carry the show way more than the girls. I think it's mainly because they're genuinely friends. And I think you can tell like they actually, they go on trips together. They hang out all the time together. Um, and I think that a lot of the other relationships relationships on the show are kind of fake. Like, oh, I feel like, they, I feel like they don't hang out. Like, I'm sorry, but Vanita and Naomi are not friends. Like they're not friends. Um, now Leva and Naomi may be kind of friends, but they're not like the guys. I mean, Austin and Craig are like butt buddies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get that. I think that's totally fair. Um, so now, yeah, I agree a thousand percent with everything you're saying. And kind of, we get into this finale, which of course had some drama, some of it, which was bizarre, but, um, let's get into Shep. So Shep and Taylor have this moment. Like I could see in Taylor's sweet little face that she's thinking she's about to get proposed to. Like he's telling her like all these sweet things and how she's the love of his. I mean, she didn't, he didn't say she's the love of his life, but you know, along those lines, like it truly felt like a proposal. And then for him to be like, um, I want you to quit your job and we can spend, you know, I have $30,000 until we run out of money and just travel and see the world. And she's like, what? Like I, Taylor is so naive to me and like watching her. I'm like, girl, I you're showing your age, which is okay. Like she should be 25, however old she is. Yeah. But I'm like, yes, that sounds like fun traveling the world, but also like, girl, like you don't want to be dependent on this man for money. Like all his friends were saying it. Like, it's just so weird to me that he was like so adamant about it. Why not take her traveling? I don't know with our job, if she could, I don't know the logistics there, but that somehow she could still keep her job or quit her job and then get another one. I don't know. It was just very bizarre to me. Yeah. I, Shep had a horrible season. I think Shep had the worst season probably. I'm like, deservingly so. Your shit together. Like what is actually, what is wrong with you? Taylor is so she's definitely so naive, but I feel like she's such a good person. Like I just truly like want the best for Taylor and it's not Shep. Like, I'm like, Shep treats you like shit. Even like your friends are like defending her. I'm like, what, you you know, like I see a lot of people saying that stuff too. Like, oh my God, I can't believe no one stuck up for them. And I'm like, well, it'd be, you know, put yourself in in their shoes. Like you can only do so much. Like I, they do, I think they do stick up for Taylor, but also like they're friends with Shep. So, you know, you don't want to like. Get in their relationship. like. Yeah. In too too much, but eventually, like you do, you do have to, and I think I think they did, but I think Shep, I don't think Shep's ever going to grow up, and I think Taylor thought she would be the woman to change him and like convince him, like, oh, I do want to get married, and I'm like, Shep doesn't want to get married, like Shep's never wanted any of that, like I think Taylor's the closest thing he'll probably ever get to that, but I don't think I I'm just I'm happy that they broke up. I'm like. I just, oh, no, like, she needs to get away. I, I do feel like away. 
Taylor has a little bit of a savior complex. Like to me, she felt like she was the girl that could save him Mm -hmm. and change him. And it's like, no, I don't know. I'm glad complex at all. So I'm just like, it blows my mind that people, so many people. No, I agree. Well, I'm sure he said stuff. He has probably fed into that though. Like we don't see their conversations. I'm sure Mm -hmm. he said, I feel like much a bad person. I'm sure he's giving her all these things. But again, I think it comes down to age night, being naive and just Mm -hmm. thinking this, she's going to change this guy. Like every girl, not every girl, I don't want to speak for you and I, but I think there is this narrative at times that, you know, someone always wants to be the one to like change that person and Mm -hmm. be like, they were just waiting for me or like some bullshit like that. So anyhow, um, I, I also just think too, like a joint account without a ring is like oh. batshit crazy. Like when he was saying that, I was like, you are insane. Um, so that was wild. Uh, so we get to the party and in true Craig fashion, he does no assigned seating, which as Housewives fans, we all know, no assigned seating is pure chaos. A la Sutton is what I'm thinking of <laughs> immediately, but that this is, takes it a step further. So he has his great event um, for sewing down south, celebrating the season, and it looks beautiful. Everyone's in their holiday glam. Of course, we get people we haven't seen in a minute come back, like Catherine comes back, Snow Queen, like everyone's that Madison's there, like everyone's back. Um, a couple of things that stood out to me. One, Naomi and Vanita's beef is dumb, which you said, you know, them not being legit friends, but for her to end any sort of friendship because Vanita was trying to be reasonable was dumb to me. Like so I'm like dumb. Vanita, you don't want to be friends with Naomi if she's gonna no. think you have to blindly stand up for her. No, yeah, I, their whole entire fake beef or if it, it might be real, I I don't know is so weird to me. Vanita didn't, didn't do anything wrong at that last dinner. Like Naomi was being like absurd. Yeah, I thought like I thought I I I mean she was just so rude. She was being so rude to Vanita and like just everybody, especially Vanita. And I'm glad Vanita like kind of stood her ground. Yeah, but you know I'm like Vanita, girl, like you're fine without her. Like yes, don't, don't, no, don't sweat it. <laughs> I you know what's funny is like when Naomi left and it was like when Naomi and Chelsea and Cam, yeah. like they all three left, I was like, man, I'm going to miss Naomi, Chelsea. Like I felt like we're going to miss them. Naomi coming back. Like I thought I liked her before, but I really don't like her. She, to me, is just a very mean girl. Like I not a fan of hers. She seems very slightly elitist. Like she's too good. Like, I mean, Catherine isn't always in the right. Like, Guys, I'm not a Catherine apologist by any means, but I totally agree with Catherine and her feeling like Naomi acts like she's too good and gives off this air um, mm-hmm. to her. So, um, yes, I'm with you. Vanita is better off without her. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I was happy that she's coming back. And I think that I, of course, like I like a, I like a familiar face. Right. So, like, I was glad that she was coming back. But I just feel like something was off with like her return and I just feel like she's not the same. I don't know. Maybe Matul. Fucked her up. I just kind of wish she would have gone more into that. Like, I just think if you're going to come back, like say, man, this really fucked me up. Like go into more of that. Um, I just think she's trying to like control, like being too conscious of her image. I don't know. But that's that's that. So then, of course, so they're at the party. They're having cocktails. We already had that Vanita Naomi confrontation. And then they ring the bell and it's time to sit down. It's pure chaos kind of to get seated. 
And Craig is like jokingly is like, oh, maybe we should have done like assigned seating. We're like, duh. Yo, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they had a couple different tables. This is this whole argument. So basically everyone is sitting at the main table except for Lava and Naomi. And they have their friend, Matt. Uh, I think her name's Matt. Madeline. Yeah, Matt. Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Is sitting with them. And they're so pissed. And watching it, I was like, what am I missing here? Like, yes. Mm. Like, sure, it's, like, annoying to not be, like, part of your main table, but you're still seated. You're with your friends. There's a bar. Like, what What am I missing here? Like, it just felt very dumb to me that they got so upset. Well, they were acting like there were no seats. They were acting like they were going to have to go sit outside. And I'm, like, I was watching it with my friends last night. And we're, like, there's literally a whole other fucking table. There's literally a whole other table. Like, do you have a seat? Like, they were literally acting like they don't have a seat. And they were also acting like they were the only people at that table, which was not the case. Like, yeah, they needed was- to be at the table, I guess, with all the cast members. And I'm like, sorry, like, Naomi and Craig, shit's weird with them, obviously. Yeah. And, like, Leva, I'm sorry, but, like, Leva didn't show up to film the entire season um, for one reason or another. I mean, I think it's because of her new show coming out. And they also wanted to paint Leva in a good light. And so Leva comes the finale after missing literally filming like 95% of the season and just thinks that she should be front and center. Yeah. No, a thousand percent. It's like the egos, like we're getting like (laughs) housewives egos. Um, I mean, this is like something I feel like Ramona would pull off here. Like I could see her getting pissed off, but it would be like (laughs) comical. But with them, like, I was just like, this is so petty and so dumb. So then Leva, it's like, I'm going to go sit. I want to sit with Amanda and Jerry who are um, Craig's business partners with sewing down South. She's like, "Ah, I want to go sit with them and like squats down and is like pissed off and like acting like so upset. And then Craig goes off like Paige, like gives him a look and is like, look what she's doing. And then Craig, like, of course, Craig takes it from zero to 100. Like, I think he could have handled that much better, but essentially (laughs) it kicks her out. Um, and then Madison was like killing me the entire time. Cause she's like, oh, that was awesome. Like she was like commenting on it. She seemed like drunk and just like having fun. And then Olivia was set off by Madison. I feel like I'm missing something there. Like aside Same. from Madison being Madison, but for her to like walk off and like, I don't know. I was like, did they, did Madison say something? Like, what am I missing here? We were confused by that too. Um, we were like my, my friends and I, we were like, why? what happened like okay sure madison like she she literally like, gave her the finger like walked off i don't i mean i thought madison's comments actually laughed because that's what i'd be doing because i'm i'm like i don't want to be part of the drama but i love to see it you know yeah like, am i the drama you know like i'm not the drama like i'm the drama because like i want to see it and i would have been laughing my ass off the entire time kind of like madison's doing yeah like, she wasn't involved then olivia just kind of went off and i thought that was weird so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And even like Austin of all people, I mean, that we saw at least on camera, didn't have any issue with Madison. Like they seemed to keep their distance, like fine. So it was just weird. I feel like I was missing something and I'm hoping the reunion brings it up. We Thanks. saw the trailer, of course, like Southern charm where it may lack in season, it makes up for in the reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the vibe I'm getting there. Lots of bombs drop in that reunion trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm itching to kind of get into that next week. So that wraps up Southern charm. 
And while one season ends, another one begins. Our snow bunnies from Salt Lake are back and they're coming in hot. Um, Lisa Barlow, I feel like you either love and stand Lisa or you don't. Yeah. I love Lisa. I, I love think her some too. of it, what I love about her is that she's slightly delusional. She's really stands her ground. She has her like, you know, quirks. I love that her first scene was her with her 32 ounce Coke. Like it was just very classic. Um, so these are like my main highlights from the episode from the premiere, which I'm so excited for Salt Lake to be back. One of the biggest things that I'm excited about with Salt Lake is the shift in alliances that we're going to see throughout the season. But before we, before bad weather breaks up, Heather and Whitney, they get together and Whitney is like saying, you know, she's been going to therapy. She's realized she has a lot of things to unpack and a lot of it has to do with the church. So she says, you know what? I'm going to become fully excommunicated. I want to be removed. So Mm -hmm. even though she's not an active or participating Mormon, I guess they track you. Like they know where you move from place to place. Like (laughs) I was like, this is kind of like Scientology shit. This is weird. I'm like, this is all like way over my head. Yeah. They're asking like for money, like still, like you're still connected to the church. Even if you're not in it, they follow your move, every move. I was like, this is weird shit. So what better way to quit than to go to quitmormon.com? <laughs> so she <laughs> she goes there. I'm like, wow, I can't. I wish I would know the I mean, analytics of the like the site visits of that website. But she's she's out. Um, Heather, I would love your take on that. So Heather, who we know has been super vocal about her experiences with the Mormon church, the struggle mm-hmm. that she has with it from an identity perspective of like it was her entire identity Till she realized it's not and refining herself and writing a book called bad Mormon and how, like how certain things negatively impacted her. She hasn't fully quit. She hasn't gone to quit Mormon.com. I found mm-hmm. that really interesting. She says it would devastate her family. Um, but to me, I'm like, how would that devastate you when you literally write a book about called profiting off being a bad Mormon and how you don't like it, but you can't, What's the big deal? Like, what's your perspective on that? No, I think that I, I agree. I think it's really weird. I'm like, you're writing a whole book. You're on a reality TV show. They can't love that. You know, they can't love any of what, what she's, what she's doing. You know, I mean, you're basically not a Mormon, but you, you haven't fully quit. It's just, it's really confusing to me. Um, And I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of go back and forth on Heather, like in general, like, I really liked Heather in the beginning and then she kind of lost me. And then like, I like her again. And now I'm kind of like lost on her. I feel like this season I'm going to lose her again. So I'm kind of just prepping myself for that. I'm already kind of just confused by her, I guess. Yeah. I feel like she needs to like stand her ground. I think for me, like I'm very anti Jun Shaw. Um, Yeah. Blocked, liked proud of being blocked by Jen Shaw here. Um, but I just think anyone who's loyal to that, like, I'm just, I don't know. I, I just find a little sus. Um, but I, I am like with you. I agree. Like I like Heather. I've, I've enjoyed her anecdotes. I thought she's like, seems very relatable and real. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. Some of her choices make you feel like she's not showing all of it, like all of herself. And it, I hate when, housewives try to like self-produce a little bit and you can always kind of tell when that's happening. Yeah. So we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Um, totally. One thing that I freaking hate 
um, and it breaks my heart is damn coach Shaw is so damn likable. Oh, I, mean, I, love Shaw's, I know I love them, but just knowing what's to come, um, he made me laugh with Harlem nights. They're having a Harlem nights party out, which is like kind of, um, great Gatsby esque theme. Mm. And he's like, wait, are there going to be any black people there? <laughs> it just like made me <laughs> laugh when he said that. Um, but I just, in my mind, this is right now on the first episode, there's seven weeks until their trial. And Jen's like, yeah, I'm going to throw him a party, a great expensive party. Like a delusion. I, it's so delusional. And even him, you would think he would be like, hey, like maybe let's not throw a party. Like, you know, I, I think it's probably not that we need to be like a saving our money and b not showing that we have money. So I'm just like so confused by him. I think he's I've always thought he kind of knew or he I, I don't know. You think he knew? I do. I don't know how you don't. I I feel like my take is I feel like he didn't know only because of his schedule. I feel like he was gone so much. And to me, he seems like this type of spouse that's like happy wife, happy, like doesn't like don't get into my business with coaching. I won't get into yours. Like that's kind of like the vibe I get from him. So I don't know. I, I feel like he probably believes her um i don't have no idea how their finances are set up i feel i don't know i that's the vibe my personal take on that so but it's it's a i love that you have a different opinion so i just you know this whole party it's at a new housewives house another angie uh this angie was friends with heather knows lisa so i'm interested to get to know her she's like this is my housewarming party and i'm having a party with people i don't know so that was funny um, okay, so Meredith versus Lisa. I want your opinion on this. So Meredith um is still pissed about that hot mic moment that Lisa had. Understandably so. I mean, oh, she's yeah. saying that she slept with half of New York, like her family's so fake. She hates the way they pose. Like it was the funniest, honestly, kind of funniest hot take ever. Um, hot mic take ever, unless you're Meredith. So Meredith wants nothing to do with nothing to do with Lisa. Lisa feels horrible. She confides in Heather about it. Meredith is going off at Seth. So they get to the party. Meredith ignores her and Lisa in true fashion is like, hi, like acts like nothing's wrong. She also, then Lisa has a conversation with Seth and Seth felt like she kept excusing her behavior. She kept saying like, well, in the sprinter van, I was hearing all these things. And then that was in my mind during my hot mic moment. Like, Truly, she was kind of like digging her own grave there. Like yeah. I, she was upset. So do you feel like two things? Do you think that friendship's going to recover? And do you, who do you kind of side with here? That's tough because I do like both of them. Um, I don't think they'll recover actually. Like, I don't think they have still, um, I don't think they've recovered yet. I feel like they probably won't. It's hard because I love Lisa Barlow. I mean, I, she's prime. she's probably my favorite on Salt Lake. I, like you said, I just, I love like a little delusional housewife or somebody that's my favorite. Like I love all the kind of delusional ones and that say funny things. And to me, that's Lisa. Um, obviously if I were Meredith, I would be pissed about that. But like, I don't think Meredith is like some sort of a stellar friend. Like, I don't think she was like last season. I don't think she was a stellar friend. I see both sides. If I were Meredith, could I get over that? I don't know. I I don't, I don't really hold grudges. So maybe, but like, 
What do you, th- I don't know. I'm so I'm torn. I like, both I, I think for me, like the wild card is the fact that Meredith is so buddy, buddy with Jen Shaw. So talk True. about like a shift in alliance. We see that friendship after Jen went after Meredith's son. So, you know, like Meredith's very much don't talk about my family, but she was able to recover with Jen Shaw and she went hard on Jen Shaw. So I know I get like Lisa's point, like how can you, you know, this woman has said visceral things to you and now you guys are like buddy, buddy, like going to the, like, why can't you give me two minutes? So I I don't know. I'm with you. I don't think we've seen it now. Like those two haven't recovered. They're going, taking jabs on Twitter but in true housewife fashion, never say never. Like, I would have never thought Meredith and Joan Shaw would be on the same team. So that's the beauty of housewives. Um, I love an alliance shift. I I think that makes it kind of refreshing and fun. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. I know. Yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, if I had to pick one, like, I'd, I'd probably pick Lisa. I just, I like Lisa Barlow. Like, I just think she's, like, if I could meet, I guess, somebody from Salt Lake, I'd want to meet Lisa Barlow, you know? So I'm like, okay, like I'll probably have to go with my girl, but you know, I get, I get Meredith's take, but also I get Lisa. I'm like, why the hell are you best friends with Jin Shaw? Like an actual criminal. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I'll, I still, I'll never get over ever the day that Jin Shaw was arrested. Oh my God. I I just got chills. You said Jin Shaw arrested. I have chills on my body. (laughs) I mean, I like to start a new job. I was like, I'm sorry, but like I can't work today. <laughs> like, no. I'm done. like if I was in the office, if I had someone working at an office, I would have actually had to leave. I would have oh, been like, I have to take a PTO day. Like, I cannot focus. It was insane. Well, Crazy. I cannot wait to see that continue That's to right. unfold. Um, we're going to take a quick little ad break here. So, guys, if you haven't tried Organifi, I don't know what you're stopping and what's stopping you from trying it. Um, I'm really into this pumpkin spice gold. It's for rest and relaxation. Who doesn't love a little pumpkin spice this time of year? So, here, let me tell you some of the yummy things. Things that you probably would never put in a drink, but you would think, oh, I would benefit from having these things. It's made with turmeric, ginger, lemon, mushroom, a couple different mushrooms, the yummy cloves that makes it pumpkin spice, coconut milk, um, cinnamon, and black pepper. So I personally like it. Um, Heat it up like a small little glass while I'm reading my book as I'm trying to unwind and relax at night. So check that out. They have, a again, a couple different varieties. There's a variety for everybody. Makes It makes juicing easy and you feel good afterwards. I think that's the best part. So go to Organifi.com and then you slash real moms or use promo code real moms to get your 20% off. Okay. Beverly Hills. Um, Beverly Hills. Whew, talk about Ooh. needing something to relax. <laughs> After watching that. Okay. So one, Erica Jane, I'm like, where has it been this vulnerable side? Like, I know. I, I'm I like, like her. I was, yes. Like she has that conversation with her therapist and it's really nice to see her be vulnerable and not so damn defensive. Like it was really right. nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I've, I, I've said this before. I did like Erica for a long time just because I felt she didn't like contribute much. But now I'm like, damn, I'm like, I mean, obviously she is with like all the Tom stuff and everything. And I, of course, don't agree with like a lot of, of Erica. Um, but the last couple episodes, I'm like, wow, you've been 
kind of refreshing in a way. Like, don't you think? I mean, even like yeah. the eating the Popeyes with Sutton. Oh my God. That was, I love that scene. I love that scene. I love sweet tea. Like I just, that'd be like me with something like that. I'm like, cause I love food, especially food I shouldn't be eating. Um, and I would be so excited that she was serving me Popeyes and like champagne. I'm like, I love that. No, I thought that was great. And I, I'm honestly out of anybody to come full circle, like those two, I mean, the fact that they're having sweet tea and Popeye's like, wow, what a moment to be celebrated. I really enjoyed that moment. She was really likable there. Um, Let's get into the Lisa Rena of it all. So Erica Jane has her hair party. I thought it was funny that Lisa didn't even wear one of her like weaves like that to me said it all. Like (laughs) if you're really supporting your friend, why aren't you wearing it? Um, but you know, Lisa is like telling the women, like, I, you know, I have sent her blessings and prayers and it's like, what the fuck? And Sutton was like, in her interview was like, does she pray? It made me laugh I, know, so I, I, I lost it. <laughs> but I, I mean, so she, in, in her confessionals, Lisa doesn't let up. She's like, Kathy's so fucking jealous of the Kardashians. Um, And then she goes into each of one of the tirades that she had against the women. And she's like, why am I around these idiots? This is my show. Like it was, she kept just calling everyone stupid, basically, like how dumb they are. Um, So everyone though is like, I feel like no one, everyone's like, whoa, this is like wild and crazy, you know, what happened, but no one is as going as hard and as hard as Lisa. Oh, so then, uh, you know, we move on, we have Popeye's and sweet tea, but then we get to like the core of it, what we've seen in the trailer, which is Kyle and Kathy meet up. Kyle seemed terrified to meet up with Kathy. She hadn't talked to her. And I felt like that was a genuine moment. I did wish that Kathy, I'm like, you need to go to the school of, um, Little Aiden, I'm blocking on her name, but there's no buts in an apology. Just say you're sorry. Don't say but. Right. We're doing this to me. I just hate watching sisters fight or families fight. It just gives me so much anxiety. And I also felt like they were speaking in code to protect themselves in the way they were fighting too. Um, no, I agree. It made me so sad because I could tell, like, I could tell they both were like upset by it. And I mean, their relationship's interesting. I mean, we've seen a lot of it. We, there's a lot we haven't seen though, and we'll never, and there's a lot we'll never know. But, you know, with Kim too, like, I just feel like they've had so many ups and downs. And of course, we've seen a lot of it through Kyle because she's been the most consistent one on the show. Um, but I don't think that any party is like innocent in this. I think there's all, there's been things that they've all done to hurt one another. And I hate that, like, it just makes me sad because if like, I look at like my sister and we're really close and I, I just would never like let something, I would like to think at least you, you I can say that, but I would, I just would think I would never let something like come between us. And when, when Rena came in, it was like, I was like, dude, are you Dr. Phil? Like, what the fuck was she doing? The way it was, was weird. Like, I, it was insane when she came in and like sat there with her like little face, her smug look, her smug look, like even talking about it. Like I might have to go rewatch it because what she was trying to do landed so poorly. Like she was really oh, trying to antagonize Kathy and like rile her up a little bit. 
and Kathy removed herself from the situation before it got there. But Kathy apologized to her. She apologized a few times, but it wasn't good enough for Lisa. Lisa kept poking, kept poking, kept poking, was like, I hope you get help. And Kathy's face, when she said that, I felt like she (laughs) had to really restrain herself um, a bit. I also am sitting there. I'm kind of surprised that Kyle didn't like stand up for her sister or just been like Lisa enough. Like I'm kind of, I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but I'm kind of like Kyle, like why can not you have been like Lisa, you've made your point. We're done here. Like, I just think she could have established a boundary there. No, I'm, I'm totally with you. I was, I'm the same. And we both like, we both obviously love Kyle, you know, like we're Kyle apologists, like, yes. And, um, (laughs) I, I mean, I even like last night with my friends, I was like, you know, I was like, she's probably like the one housewife, like she's just the one housewife. Like I, I, I defend, like, I can't, like, I can't help it. Like I, I, you know, there's several, we all have them, but like, if I had to pick one, it would be Kyle. Like, I just, I just like Kyle and we all have those housewives and I know people don't like her right now, but whatever. Um, I was disappointed in that moment because I was just putting myself in their shoes. And I was thinking like, if someone's doing this to my sister, or if someone's doing that to me and my sister was there, I think I'd be like, what the fuck? And the thing is, is we've all at least at least myself and most people I know have had said things when you're drinking that you don't really mean and that you wish you hadn't said. And I'm kind of like, why the fuck is Rena harping on this so much? Like, obviously Kathy had a meltdown. She even admitted it herself. I mean, Kathy admitted it. She apologized. So I'm kind of like, what do you want her to do? Like, do you want, I like, what do you, I hate when people like apologize and it's like, well, that was apology wasn't good enough. Like, and that's kind of what Lisa's doing. I'm like, Lisa, like, you know, and they even showed some of the clips, like you've thrown a glass at like my sister, Kim, like you said she was near death. Like Lisa's not like an innocent person. No, I so, mean, if you look at all the people she's gone after, Denise, Yolanda, Kim, now Kathy, like she has a track record a little bit. And it's just kind of like wild to me that she's like, I hope you get help and all this yep. shit. So I don't know, man. It's very, it's going to be really interesting to see how they wrap up. Is next with the finale? I think so. It should be. I know it's going to be the finale. Um, Feels like it should be the finale. Um, We haven't gotten a a teaser of the reunion yet. I'm looking forward to that. It's, I feel like it's going to be juicy and spicy. Um, So I'm ready. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to kind of wrap it up and move on. Um, I just feel like Beverly Hills just always gives me like a little like heartburn. I'm just like, it's too much, well, too much. And I love, I love Beverly Hills. I, I, um, I love Beverly Hills and I think it's been a good season, but it's been a long season too. You know, it's been a very long season and I feel like there's been a lot of buildup and, um, I just, you know, ready for Potomac, <laughs> ready for Potomac. I feel like Beverly Hills, sadly to me, obviously they do well enough on the ratings that it doesn't oh, matter, yeah. but I just, to me, the season never lives up to the trailer. Like I never have yeah. watched and been like gobsmacked, like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just been a moment since I felt that way. Um, and yeah. as a side note, Atlanta wrapped. I did watch part three. I don't really have anything to add there. I, you know, I thought Atlanta was good. I think all of us agree that although the season wasn't horrible, 
I think we do feel like we're missing something like a Porsche. I know we're never going to get Nini, but I like to think one day maybe in an alternate universe that she will come back, but it did feel like it's lacking something. Um, But I, you know, we see Sonia and Cynthia hanging out, which makes me wonder, like maybe Cynthia would come back. Who knows? Who knows? Never say never. Um, So this brings me to the shout out portion of the show. Um, I am going to give this week's shout out to, I'm going to give it to, you know what? I'm going to give it to Andy Cohen. I'm going to tell you why. I've been listening a lot to Radio Andy and Andy being vulnerable about his struggles of being a single dad and like wanting to find love. And then also just like having these anxieties of like not having anyone and then being there for his kids just gives me a lot of compassion. So for anyone who's a single parent and can relate to that and feels that, I want you to know that you're doing amazing and that you're awesome. And I can, I empathize as much as I can in that situation, but I just, I like hearing Andy be vulnerable and just open up about um, his kids and his fears and why he's working his ass off because he wants to be able to provide for his family. He wants them to live comfortably. So I just, I don't know. I always like to see the effect that parenthood has on people. Um, Maggie, can you tell everyone how they can find you if they're not already following you? Yes. Um, you can follow me at best of Bravo on Instagram. Um, it's pretty much it. You know, I, I, I need to start dabbling in, in the TikTok world. I know you guys have, right? Oh yeah. No, I, 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 know. I, I'm like, I go in spurts with TikTok. That's yeah. I, I get on, but like, I literally even last night I was like, I've got to start doing TikToks and yeah. my friends are like, why? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Just do it. Just uh, experiment. I just throw, honestly, I throw shit out there. On TikTok, I don't really engage. I repost everything I put on TikTok to Instagram, and then it surprises me what takes off on TikTok. Yeah. So for now, you can just follow me um, at Best of Bravo. Um, But yeah, I am very excited to see you in just two weeks. I'm so excited. Get ready for the content, you guys. You're going to get done with us. But I'm super excited for BravoCon. That's two weeks away. Um, Again, guys, if you want to support us, we're going to try to, you know, swoop in some guests while we're at BravoCon. We're going to be hustling. But in order for us to hustle, we need to have the good reviews so people want to come on. So a free way to support us is just leave us a five-star rating or a quick written review. And then if you do want to support us monetarily, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash realmomsofbravo. With that, we'll check you next week. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.